Welcome back, guys. It is the Brothers Geek Out podcast. Back off vacation, episode 220. Hope you guys are well and safe. If you guys hear Lara in the background, she's running around. Everybody's got jet lag, sleeping, waking up early, still sleeping, hungry. I think she's having lunch now. So, uh, But yeah, two weeks of stuff we got for you guys, man. It's been, it's been, yeah, it's been full on. I heard so much is going on, so we've got a lot to cover today. So we're going to go right through. But G-Man, how you been, bro? I've been all right, bro. Since you guys left Wednesday night, just being a bit depressed. Uh, holiday blues, missed the family, missed the kids, missed everyone. Um, but yeah, just I'm slowly, slowly trying to get back into routine. Monday, I'm going to take these days off, kind of chill, kind of recuperate, and then Monday, get straight back into routine, work, training. Mm. And then, you know, all the logistics with Dubai. So the next six weeks to two months, longer than that, three months, is just going to be full on really would work training and move into Dubai. Um, mm. But yeah, man, after you guys left, you know, it made it more clear to me that Dubai is the right choice to make in life right now, mm-hmm. get closer to home. Um, you know, I wouldn't be feeling these sort of blues as much because Dubai, knowing just you're just like seven hours flight away, I could just come over in a month, like for mm. a short weekend, you know what I mean? Or long weekend, should I say? Yeah. Um, but the feeling now of like being 14 hours away just makes it more tough and everything. But you know, that's just life, in it? We've got to get back into routine. We have a moment of joy and holiday and recuperation, and it's good to get back into routine. Um no, exactly. But okay. yeah, lots to go through. How was uh what did you think of Singapore though? Like, no, it was good, in, bro. It was a busy, it? I think we had a busy, busy couple of days. Uh Towards the end, we got to chill out a little bit more. But yeah, no, it was really good, man. Weather was good. Uh, this guy is dropping cocoa pops everywhere. Don't do that. I'm going to make you the ones you slept on now. That's deep. Uh, yeah, so it was busy, bro. Yeah, but it was good. The weather was great. Oh, we got some. We got to do some great things, which is good. Plus the kids, man. The kids enjoyed it. Know. The main thing was for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, for their first holiday amazing. trip to go so far. And then be all right. You know, Alhamdulillah, both of them were really good. It was a good trip, man. It was a good trip. We've got loads. We have a break. Having a break from everything really just helped and kickstart everything. Even when I got back yesterday, kind of my mind's reset. Uh, and because we woke up at uh, jet lag time this morning, <laughs> three o'clock, at 3 a.m., uh, you know, did some training and uh, did my prayers and then kind of like looking around the house and setting up things and, you know, this room is going to like turn into Alara's room soon. So we're just trying to work it out in a way so that we can have the desk space and be creative, but then fit in Alara's stuff as well. And then, yeah, just the the, the reality stuff. We need to go get shopping. We were supposed to get fish and chips yesterday because I know dad had kind of buried it in our heads while we were on the trip. And bro, like, you know, everybody else fell asleep. We When we got back in, you know, we do the standard shower up, unpack stuff a little bit. Then we all knocked out and died. Mm. woke up about i think i woke up about 11 or 12 and then no actually i didn't they did and i was still awake i knocked out at 12 woke up at two they chilled they played then they woke up went to sleep around three four bro they didn't wake up till three o'clock in the morning bro they had like 20 hours sleep and here's me like moping around the house but i got to watch she ho grew caught up on a bit of tv uh and then yeah it was yeah you know anyway bro the reality of having a break 
from everything because it was actually quite stressful. Like just to jump on it quickly before we jump on what's happened the past two weeks. You know, not being on social media, not having a screen, not we didn't even watch any TV out there. It was so busy. Uh but it was refreshing for the mind because it was like as soon as I downloaded the apps and saw the messages, my emails, headache, bro. So then I realized, you know, like what I need to structure, like what I was thinking about last night, this morning when I woke up early was how do I structure it so that I'm not continuously, you know, you pick up your phone for no reason to check it. So like, what can I do to resist myself from doing that? So downloading the apps. Yes, I'll have a moment where I get to scroll, but I need to, I feel like I have to schedule it, get the post out. Don't be on it longer than 20 minutes. Get your post out. Don't be long, you know, have to work it out of the way because I think, yes, I am addicted to social media uh, and that's the hard part of it. You know, you always want to scroll, even with being in Singapore, like having it away. I still watch YouTube clips and videos just to see like what's been happening. But I was like, you know what, it's time to like completely delete that app as well. And then I realized the last week I didn't have no YouTube on my phone and I didn't have it. I mean, you know, my screen time went from four and a half hours, six hours a day to 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes when we were taking photos. That was the only time. You know, my phone lasted me two days on a full charge. Who does that, bro? Mm. Two and a half days. I think when we landed and I charged it, it lasted me for two and a half days. Because all I was doing is taking photos and videos, really. It wasn't checking messages. We we switched off data. Uh, yeah. I've got some lamb juice, but it doesn't taste the same, bro. <laughs> nah, lime juice tastes the same. It, it tastes differently in Singapore, especially when it's hot. It's so refreshing. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, that's good, man. Yeah. It's good yeah. that you kept away from social. I, I I haven't done that, you know, and the best way to do that is to get off the apps. I mean, my time away from social is when I'm on training or mm. stuff like that. I, I, you know, put the put the phone away and then I'm training for two hours or whatever it is, an hour, and that's my time away and stuff. But I'm glad you guys enjoyed it, man. I mean, it was awesome out here. It was good to do the wedding celebration, uh, the Singapore one. Mm-hmm. and uh, we've got some great photos and memories from that it's all a part of the memories man so it's been awesome um again just getting back to the routine i was thinking about the kids as well i mean they enjoyed seeing i mean think about it, man how the generations changed bro we the luxury of holiday that we got was bangladesh mm-hmm. as kids uh and now it just has been to many countries uh alara this is our first trip right it's our first trip yeah singapore um, you know, and then hopefully there'll be more for them. Obviously, we want to do Bangladesh next year. We want to do Dubai. Obviously, I'm going to be in Dubai, so we're going to try and do that. Yeah. Um, but it's been amazing, man. It's great to have the kids out here. It's great Excuse for me. them to enjoy it. Alara was just acknowledging how far away I am. It's crazy that she's acknowledged it. And I think yeah. the journey realized that, oh, damn, like, he's not close. Like, like a long journey, plane rides. or uh, So she it's cute that she can acknowledge that. It's very smart that she can acknowledge that I'm so far away. Um. But yeah, man, it was awesome. It's awesome. Just got to get back into routine now. Next, it's from Monday onwards. It's, it's you know, it's hard work until I move to Dubai and settle down there. So yeah, yeah. I know I've got, I got three months of just just pushing uh, routine and discipline, basically, to the, to the mo- as much as possible. But so much to take care of. But um, it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back talking, geeking out. we got lots to go through, bro. Lots. This is going to be a long one. Um, a lot of news came out and I've been keeping track of everything in the last two weeks. I know you haven't been on it, but I've been mm. kind of on it and just, just saving everything to talk about. Um, and I guess we'll kind of brush through as much as possible and expand our thoughts on certain things when needed. But yeah, man, you want to get into this? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. get the first picture for the Brothers Geek Out podcast. 
G-Man's wearing the hat. So we've got some merch out to Singapore, but we'll have some more, guys. So links in the description if you want to grab yourself one. Uh, but I, as always, man, thank you for the support. I saw all the lovely messages we got after as well. I feel through bare messages, bro. Uh, anxiety going through, like, you know, when you see 600 messages for 12,000 emails, you're like, oh, bloody hell, man. But uh, yeah, let's see. Let's let's go on geeky news. A lot of stuff I don't know. So I'm just going to go off with what Gilman said. There's a couple of things that I do know of. I'll give you my thoughts. But yeah, let's jump in, bro. Let's first start off with the list that you sent over, but first couple of tributes to people that we lost over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, RIP Olivia, Olivia Newton John. Uh, it's fa- I, I, is it fair to say that she's more fa- most famous for Greece? Um, yeah, that's right. Um, you know, a legend from back then. Uh, she passed away. I can't remember what age it was, but I think it was like seventies or something. She was dealing with cancer, okay. I believe. Damn. Um, so she passed away. So rest in peace to her. Rest in peace to her. Great, 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 great character in that film. Uh, I know she did more work after that, uh, but musician as well. So really good at what she did. Uh, there was a video clip that came out a couple of years ago with John Travolta and they did the same scene again on stage, which was absolutely, you know, it's going to be a great part of movie history uh, and she'll always be remembered for that movie. But she did have a good uh, music career afterwards as well. So, yeah, no, rest in peace, Oliver. Rest Olivia, peace, Olivia, um, Olivia, Olivia, Olivia. Yeah. Uh, and then another, unfortunately, we lost someone else uh, in the martial art world and in the movie world, stunt world, Jean LaBelle, judo Jean yep. LaBelle passed away as well. Um, he's known for, you know, training with Bruce Lee, um, teaching, teaching Bruce Lee uh, judo and stuff. Yep. And, you know, maybe recent recent times, the, the movie with Quentin Tarantino made uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, sorry. Yeah, Once Upon a Time, um, yeah. That scene where the stuntman is basically beating up that Bruce Lee character was based on Jean LaBelle. Now, I don't know if that story was completely true. Uh, I'm not going to really need to get into that or anything. But Jean LaBelle did talk about how he, you know, he was he would follow Bruce Lee around and Bruce Lee was interested in learning judo. But they trade martial arts knowledge and whatnot. Uh, he's also famous for, you know, Ronda Rousey, who was a ex-UFC champion, mm. uh, one of the most popular female champions in the UFC. Um, just training with her and teaching her the ways and whatnot. But in the martial art world, he's a legend. Uh, He had a MMA fight back in the 60s or whatnot where he choked out a boxer and the guy was unconscious for like, I don't know, 10 minutes or something. It was so dangerous. It was so scary back then. But anyway, he's a legend in the martial art world and the stuntman world. Um, So rest in peace, Judo Jean LaBelle. Rest in peace, rest in peace. Cool. All right, let's get into some content and movies and stuff that's been coming out. So we can be quick on these. Day Shift, did you watch that yet? With the uh, Bro, so I watched it on the flight back. Uh, good fun movie. Uh, you know, it's a, I mean, it's almost, I mean, the way I see it is it's almost like Blade, but with the comedic twist. Uh, it was good, man. It's a good fun watch. I mean, that's all I could say, really. It's, it's tough. I feel like I've, I've, you know, having that break, and watching some movies, it's made me feel a bit more. I don't want to be critical about it. Like it's a good fun watch, but it, it that's I feel because I think I got such a thing for movies before like two thousand and five that kind of stick to your head and always rewatchable. Like the movie is good, but I won't rewatch it again. Jamie Foxx sure. is great in the row. Uh, Franco's uh, James Franco's brother is hilarious. You know, Snoop Dibbity is just jokes. Uh, but it's one of those movies for me personally. I I know that I wouldn't watch it again. 
you know, straight after that, I watched The Last Samurai. So you could already know that yeah. the type of movie that I know that's going to capture my emotions, my 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 eyesight, my mind. Uh, that's a movie that I'm going to watch all the time. So yeah, no, listen, good fun watch. Uh, I mean, what did you think? Yeah, no, I have the same thing. I enjoyed it all the way through. There was a lot of cheesy moments, but I yeah. accepted it for what it was. Yeah. The action was fun because of John Wick direct, choreographer or director, yeah. right? Uh, so that all of that stuff was fun. and um, But yeah, there was a lot of cheesiness, especially at the end with the little girl and all that sort of stuff. Spoiler alert. Um, and with Snoop and everything. But I, I loved it. But yes, you're right. I'll never watch it again. And straight away after that, I was telling the missus, before Blade comes into the MCU, I want to show you the old Blade movies. And then secondly, I want to show you Lost Boys, the be- one of the best vampire films of all time. Oh, uh, and also yeah. a movie that kind of inspired, you know, had a little bit of inspiration towards um, uh, Stranger Things and, you know, kind of influenced that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, just going back to what you said, it's not a movie that I, w- I would definitely watch again. Never, probably, I don't know, probably will never watch it again. But Lost Boys is something that I'm like, yeah, I've seen that many times. Uh, I can watch it again because I haven't seen it in a while. And I want to introduce the missus to it because it's a classic and probably one of the best vampire movies ever. So, uh, yeah, we're going to watch probably Lost Boys tonight. Or we might go cinema and watch Bullet Train. But, yeah, it was an okay film. Uh, fun to watch. Something mm. to watch. Um, Next thing on the list, which I haven't finished, I'll go up to episode five, so don't spoil, is Sandman. Did you finish all of it? And... I've been hearing nothing but great things, great adaptation of the comics. I've up, watched up. To, I've never read the comics or books, anything. I've got up to episode five, and I'm very engaged in it. Considering not knowing anything, mm. um, I'm I'm very engaged in it. I'm enjoying it. I like the cinematography. I like the acting. I like the pace that it's. At. It's not very fast paced. No, 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 no. Pace, yeah, but I'm very captivated by what's going on, um, and all that sort of stuff. So I love the considering it's done that to me. And it's not fast paced and whatnot. I I'm interested. I'm like, oh, this is shot really well, and the story is really good. And you know, I I could sit here and watch it and enjoy it without knowing anything. And like I said, it's just more acting and and storytelling than it is action and all that sort of stuff. So I'm enjoying it. episode five. I'm up to episode five. I'll carry on watching it. What was your thoughts? And no spoilers, please. Well, so I got. I think I've watched. I watched most of it on the flight to because it came out on the day we flew out. So I think. I watched up to episode eight and then I watched nine and 10 while I was there, but I couldn't, you know, jet lag and not sleep. Bro, I absolutely loved it, bro. Uh, Neil Gaiman's uh, The Sandman, the original graphic novel book is absolutely amazing. Uh, to, And then they did the the they did the book, uh, no, sorry, the audio book recently. I had all of these amazing actors doing the voices. And then they did this, bro. And I'm telling you, bro, I was super moist. I was just proud and amazed on how how it looked and how much they adapted from the comic books. Certain things they did change, uh, but absolutely loved it, bro, man. The visuals were stunning. You know, you're talking about these, I mean, these, uh, they, they, are, they, they say gods, and, you know, each of them have a, a purpose and a responsibility in this universe and what they do. But I just love how the D, this is probably one of DC's best TV shows. No doubt. For me personally, no yeah. Personally, We're gonna get into the whole DC thing later on. But yeah, no, yeah. No doubt, bro, this no was doubt. a. I, I wish, man, Warner Brothers hook a brother. You should have hooked the brother up on a, a, a on a uh, on the premiere for this because I would have loved to meet mm-hmm. the cast and get their thoughts on. You know, you're adapting this storyline into a TV show. You know, you you're making it larger in the world now for people to know this character, Sandman. He's not like your big you know, Batman, Superman characters 
he's not the A plus characters, but he has such a cult following, and his story is so uh, it's a really gripping story, and they got really good act like everybody who's who is playing in this each character is just absolutely amazing and i think the main lead i forgot his name but uh he you know what let me get his name up it's time to show some respect because yeah. well this is the difference you can tell we're going to get into the whole one above the stuff later when i go oh, we got a whole chapter about that mm. uh but this is a difference when netflix again you know the production that they put in um and help towards a show where you just you like i said i mean it's all storytelling and character building right now and for someone who, like myself, who hasn't read the books or whatnot, I'm I'm in. I'm so invested mm. uh, based on based on that. And that goes down to quality. And I think a TV show is the best way to express this sort of uh, it is. characteristics Bro, and books. It is. And it is. Ten it episodes is. of hour each. That's ten hours that you're giving me this story. It's way better than. And it's no, you know. It's not no waste of time, no CW waste of episodes, none of that sort of shit. It's everything. Story, yeah, exactly. Story, yeah. yeah, exactly. Tom Sturridge is his name, who plays Dream. Now, I drew Dream a couple of months ago for DC UK Comics. Uh, I haven't shared that image. I will share it later on. Uh, I think he is a great character, man, and I'm so glad that they're doing more on this character. And guess what got announced today, bro? We've got a two-part special episode coming out soon. Oh damn! After this, after yeah. Continue. For, oh, awesome. Well, that's yeah. sick. I think it's a separate story. It's a separate story, so it's not continued after this. But that's just amazing that we're gonna get that, bro. Well, look. After this, I'm gonna be introdu- well introduced to Sandman, and the way I'm way I'm like enjoying this show, I'm definitely gonna want more of this character. And at least now I know. I, I guess from a TV program perspective, I know of this character. I'm sure the comics go into way more depth. But um, I'm I'm surprised that I enjoyed it because when it started off, I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. I was mm. not sleeping as usual, so I was watching it late at night, thinking that I'm gonna be bored or whatnot. But no, I was I was captivated, and like I said, there's something to do with the storytelling. There's something to do with the cinematography where you're just like, oh, this is interesting. Like you got me in a way. Like yeah, it's yeah. not just boring dialogue. There's there's so much to it. Um, so wow, I'm enjoying great. it. I'm really enjoying it. So I watched episode five yesterday. I'll try and watch six and just go through it. But there's so much to watch these days. So I couldn't get, we were so busy anyway, so I couldn't binge through it. But yeah, definitely something to carry on, man. Sandman, I'm great, great, um, great show. No, definitely, man. Really good, really good. If you guys haven't watched it, check it out. It's on Netflix now, guys. Absolutely amazing. That's just that, my thoughts anyway. But yeah. Something different as well. Remember, as Gilman said, it is a slow play. It's a slow-paced show, but it is captivating. You know the way they talk to each other, the way they've built these worlds. And for me personally, seeing it from the comic books, like you're seeing page by page ripped out on the screen. That is, you know, that's when you have because Neil Gaiman was still a part of the show. When you have the writer and the creator there giving you the mythology of this, this is how it should have been done from the beginning. You have the creators there, man. You have to have them there. Because that's why the show was great, bro. Because I've been watching some of the documentaries about it. That's how visions align. Get the people that made this shit on there. Once you do that, everything else works. Because what happened to like V for Vendetta? Like, I still love that movie. But Alamore was like, nah, man, you disrespected what I wrote in the original comics. And it's true. Because the comic book is absolutely amazing, bro. But the TV, the, the movie, you're trying to condense... Exactly what happened to Sandman, bro. Sandman, the Sandman is a massive book, bro. Graphic novel book. You can't condense that into a two and a half hour movie, two hours max. So that's what happened with what you call it. And he was like, "Look, man, I don't even want my name on that thing. Just move." 
You know what I mean? So get the creators on board and you're going to see something beautiful happen. And this is what is provided for you. Like that's Sandman for you. Having the creators there, working with it, giving their input on it, being in the background saying, you know, this is my baby. You know, when I made this 20, 30 years ago, this is my vision. And I would like to have that represented in that way. And that's respect to the people who direct it after going on. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's my thoughts, yeah. guys. Check it out. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I think this might be the new direction for Warner Brothers. And again, we'll get to that in a bit. But I think Marvel's done, you know, they've adapted things well onto the TV screens yeah. and whatnot. But I think they always try to pay homage to the original artists and, and comics and stuff. But yeah, look, man, let's, let's you know, let's, I'm going to carry on watching it. And, um, you know, Sandman's going to be a new character in my, in my what'd you call it? I was going to say Arsenal, but, you know, uh, <laughs> a new character for me to enjoy. Um, all right, moving on, bro. Prey now, the best predator movie since the first one with Arnie. Have you seen it? No, that's bro, tonight's movie, bro. I will not spoil it, but it is the best movie. I mean, it, it's maybe on par as the, uh, with the first predator movie. That movie is just awesome because of how awesome and epic it was back in the day, and mm. it's got epic scenes that we that we just admire and love. And, and it was a good, great movie, the first one. Yeah. This movie, and they've made so many Predator movies, Alien versus Predator, all this sort of rubbish, like in between. Uh, You know, Predator 2 was okay with Danny Glover and whatnot. But bro, they hit the nail on the head with this movie. Um, It was the director of Cloverfield, right? Um, they took Clover, uh, to... Col- The Cloverfield Place? 10 Cloverfield okay. Place, yeah. It was, it was yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, okay yeah. Uh, and they took it back to the 1700 with the, the, the uh, with I'm not going to spoil it. You've already seen the trailer, but the Comanche and whatnot. Um, bro, it was amazing. Mm. Everything, when you watch it, you'll know. I, I, again, I'm not going to spoil it for you because you haven't seen it and whatnot. But definitely the best Predator movie since the first one, possibly on par with the first one. It's just brilliant. Uh, it, the, the title itself, uh, they changed it, but it represents Predator so much. Hmm. Um, the visualizations, the cinematography, the the the, the uh, what do you call it? When I say cinematography, just the background and the mountains and the visuals that they use, um, and the landscape that they used was just beautiful. Homage to the uh, to the uh, I don't know if that's the right word, but to the Comanche and and the tribes there and and. Um, Again, I don't want to spoil it, but just the fighting style, the the um, the war cries, all of that sort of stuff was just yeah. so so good. And then the predator himself was just brilliant, um, so good. I I, I know Ash is gonna he watched it, he enjoyed it. He's gonna make he's gonna watch it again with dad, and I think dad's gonna really enjoy it as well. But anyone and everyone, even my guy from the original predator, I'm sorry, I don't really know his name, but Mr. Shaver, who everyone knows, who breaks the bick on his face. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. We have, we have, pay, we need to pay respect to, you know, so this is one thing that I've been thinking about on the podcast and, you know, I'm going to start sharing my screen soon so that you guys get to see some of the stories where you get the links from. I think we need to make it a bit more interactive. And like now I know on a lot of our episodes, we kind of like forgot people's names and the rest of it. It is a lot to remember. And if it's not a lot of people script it because we freestyle it, it makes it difficult. But if you're spending the time with us, then give us like two seconds and we will yeah. check it out for ourselves. We need, we need like someone, like third person, to get on Google straight away and just pop it up on the screen. You know, it's true. Like, yeah, we we need the yeah. we need the we need the either Banff man or who? What does who does Joe Rogan have? Rogan uses Jamie, young Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's so, probably the best in the game. Um, yeah, but so yeah, Bill no, Jukes. Right. Bill Jukes. Bill Jukes is his name. He has some. You know, 
he's the best in that film, bro. That all I'm saying, he's brilliant in that. Uh, and he's been in a couple of films, yeah. So yeah, Bill Dukes, shout out to you, dude. You always smash it. I I heard. I think I've seen. I haven't seen his tweet yet, but I know it's emotional. Oh, bro, it was awesome. He gave stripes, and then the main actresses and actors, Amber. I'm gonna, but bu- uh, I'm gonna butcher this. Midfunder, Midfunder. Yeah. Um, was amazing. Um, and then her brother, the guy who played her brother, Dakota Beavers. Hmm. So good. Look, there's so many other stars in the movie. They were amazing. Everyone in the movie was awesome. Bro, you won't be disappointed. Like, you know, when Predator movies came, I haven't seen them. They were so shit, I just stopped watching them, right? Mm. Alien vs. Predator gave a bit of hype, but that was basic too. They went back and they smashed it, man. So, awesome movie. Definitely check it out. You're going to love it. No, I will do. I'm looking forward to it, bro. Looking forward to it. That's cool. tonight's Another movie, one... definitely. Awesome. Another one I watched yesterday was Elvis. Um ah. Yeah, that was really good. Very good. Um, now I don't know if it was uh, a, you know, a real adaptation of his life, but obviously there was real aspects to it and whatnot. The yeah. guy who played it, I, I'm gonna do the research. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do, do the it. research, bro. Uh, do I'm the research. Start getting into this, but yeah, yeah. Elvis, um, the guy who played Elvis done, I think, done a fantastic job. Now I'm no Elvis expert, and I haven't. I'm not saying I listened to his name. Austin Butler was yeah. amazing. Like I again, I'm not no Elvis expert, but of course I know who Elvis is. But yeah. he was amazing. Um, and then obviously Tom Hanks smashes as a manager. Um, great movie, bro. Uh, again, if it was like a biopic of his movie, if it was like, like his the real story of him, mm. like, I, I, it's it's deep and the shit that he went through. When I say the shit that he went through, I mean of course he was the king. Of, they call him the king of rock and roll. Uh, in this movie, they emphasize. I'm not I'm not spoiling it, but they emphasize that he was influenced by the the black culture he grew up in memphis and the blues music mm. um and you know um his his fellow uh white brothers and sisters didn't approve of him moving his hips and all that sort of stuff so they tried to get him stopped and try and change him uh because he was he was moving himself like a black man as they would say but you know he, he that's what he grew up with that's what who he is really that's is. what got into where he was and um it's just that story all the way through but also it talks about you know his manager the 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 fucking snakes of management within somebody's within the music and any sort of industry was that was that tom hanks who played that tom hanks yeah, yeah. just just exhausted the hell out of him yeah. you know made contracts and deals behind his back for their interests and not never for the artist's interest and mm. a lot of artists got burnt and even to this day they still get burnt but it's i think we'd we'd with internet and and you putting your own content out there has changed that game a lot. Um, but anyway, I mean, it was great. I mean, listen, I, again, I'm I'm not saying to you I'm an Elvis fan, but of course I've listened to his tunes and I know who he was. But um, you can sit back and enjoy it, and I guess experience a little bit of his his life um, and understand a bit of his life if you wanted to. So another great movie to watch, bro. Um, Elvis, you could put that on the list. No, I will do definitely. That sounds like awesome. All right, cool. Couple of quick things to go through. House of Dragons is starting on Sunday. If you're if you're a um, Game of Thrones fan, there's something you're definitely gonna watch. So I'm gonna check that out. Um, coming Sunday. So it's another thing for me to watch. But I'll let that build before I get into it. Um, Wednesday's Adam's Family trailer. I don't know if you saw that, Kibs. Um, Which one? But Adam's Family trailer. I think it's called Wednesday. Oh, when? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I will check that out later on. Definitely. It looks alright, man. I'm definitely gonna check it out. It looks fun. Um, oh, it's got what's his name in it? Uh, Traitor from Carlitos Way as uh, no. uh, what's his name? Uh, Gizmo, Gizmo, Gizmo. Ah, got, got, 
I had a name in my head until you started saying all these other. Sorry, man. Names. Sorry, sorry, man. Gomez, 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 Gomez. Yeah. yeah. You know man. there was some there was some criticism about picking a Hispanic dude for that character, and like, and, and then the feedback was his name is Gomez. Goddamn it! Like, what the hell? Because some people wanted they were like, why are you putting a Hispanic dude? And you know people go crazy and shit. Why are you changing things? It's like, but the hold up. Then you Gomez. had uh, what's his name? The actor, uh, Hispanic actor who played him before in the movies. Uh, weird bro that is hilarious bro anyway uh, and you know what um, i feel like he's gonna play a good gomez as well yeah because he's funny in so. his movies i think in any film that he has been uh, a character he's always been really good whether it's a serious role or a, a comedic role i think he's gonna be great as this uh it's a shame but bro we live in that world bro like you know oh, some no, of the stuff i've seen as, already as soon as i came back online i was like hmm so always the case man always oh yeah man this but... light is hurting my eyes sorry bro it's like really something, something fun to possibly watch. Uh, I, I'm again, I've watched the cartoon, I've watched the old movies, um, and I'll try and watch this too as it comes out. Um, all right, cool. Cobra Kai released another trailer, and I can't believe we're getting this in, in a couple of weeks, September the 9th. September 9th. Um, bro, it looks awesome. I love the Cobra Kai, yes, shows. bro. Um, I, I noticed some UFC fighters are in it. Um, they, I think they're part of Cobra Kai of um, what's his name, my guy, ponytail guy. What's his name? Terry Silvers. Terry Silvers, part of Terry Silvers crew. You got Tyron Woodley and and Wonder Boy Thompson in there. Uh, but bro, I mean, I I'm, I love this show, man. I love where they're going with it, and I'm I can't, I'm, I'm normally they release it on January first, but now we're getting it on September, so that's gonna be awesome, man. Did you watch the trailer? Yes, I saw the trailer. Very excited. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm uh. No, they they've built a really cool universe, man. We get to see these characters all grow as well. In that, you know, bro, we we live in a a good time where most of the stuff that we grew up with still lives on with us. That's amazing, bro. You know, some people carry all sorts of stuff into the future, but you know, we we live in a time where we get to enjoy the stuff we enjoyed in the eighties and nineties still now to this day. That's amazing. That is it absolutely is amazing. amazing. It is. So and they've done a great job with it because they tried to rebuild it with the Jackie Chan one, which, funny enough, was on um, the last couple of weeks when what I was, Jackie uh, Chan one, the one with Jackie Chan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. But you know, it, it, you know, I read something today. One, first of all, Top Gun is still smashing it, so they made an epic part two, like billions, put hit the one point something billion, which is amazing. Yeah. Two, I read something about the Goonies reboot, which I think they're still going ahead, but. One of the characters, I can't remember who it was, was saying that, you know what, I would rather than a reboot, reboot I would love it to be a epic Continued. continuation. Now, yeah. can you make an epic continuation of the Goonies is a big risk. That's a more of a risk. I think that's more yeah, of a yeah, risk. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of but course. it can be done. If 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 Tom uh, Top Gun can do it, if Cobra Kai in its cheesy way, listen, it is so cheesy, right? But it's so freaking awesome if they can do it. Then in 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 some way, Goonies can do it, man. And maybe Stranger Things is almost like a gonna be a blueprint to Goonies too on how you could possibly do it. But well, yeah, it's of course. Doable. But of it's course. just gonna be done right. But yeah, man, Cobra Kai, I can't wait, man. September 9th. That's gonna be awesome. Oh, bro, I'm uh, I'm I am so looking forward to it, bro. So looking forward to it. All right, moving on. All right, Mike Tyson Hulu show. So I spoke about this. It was a trailer the other week. I just want to express this that they fucked Hulu, fucked over Mike Tyson, man. They huh? did not get him involved. They're using his life uh, and all this sort of shit. And I found out because UFC, obviously, you know, Mike Tyson, UFC, they the Hulu wanted to sponsor um, 
the uh, UFC uh, and promote the show and whatnot. And because Dana White, who's close friends with Mike Tyson, he found out that they fucked over Tyson and he called Tyson and Tyson's telling Dana White, yeah, they fucked me, man. They're not paying me nothing. They done this story behind my back, all this sort of shit. So Dana White refused this multi-million dollar deal, sponsorship deal, and said, nah, Tyson's my boy. I'm not going to do that. But yeah, man, look, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to say I'm going to boycott the show or whatnot, but it's a shame that they did that. And, um, you know, at least we're aware of what they've done uh, to Tyson. Uh, they gave him no, you know, nothing towards it. That's fucked up. That's a shame. That's so, a shame. Yeah, yeah, that is a shame. But, you know... Um, yeah. It's reality, man. Business is business, bro. Like, you know, the more you see it, you'll see more of it anyway. Like, you know. Yeah. There's well, at least look, I mean, the UFC is always getting backlash from fighter pay and whatnot. I mean, Dana White, you know, not taking this multi-million dollar deal with Hulu, you know, for, for the sake of his friendship of, of Mike Tyson. There's something honourable there, even though, don't get me wrong, he's a billionaire and blah, blah, blah. They make millions and millions and companies a bit. But still, there's something honourable about about not taking that deal in respect to your your close friend, uh, mm. making money off that. So I wanted to express that. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I might check out the show still. Um, but, you know, pay the man, goddammit. Well, yeah, of All course, right. man. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one, man. All right, I read today uh, R.I.P.D. 2, Rise of the Dame, is on the way from Universal Home Entertainment. So Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Rise of the Damned, bro. Not Damed. Damned. Damed. You know, I can't read, man. You know, I can't read and spell, (laughs) man. No, it's all right, bro. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Bro, listen, I love the first one. First one was great. Uh, Good, good, fun movie. Uh, Jeff Bridges give me jokes. Uh, Really good, man. It's a good, fun movie. So I'm happy that they're doing a second one. Uh, the first one was great. I just didn't. It, I, it probably. Did. I've seen it a couple of times as well. It's one of those movies where I've seen it a couple of times. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to number two and seeing their story continue. It's taking a bit longer than usual, but they're doing it, which is great. Yeah, it's a simple, fun movie, man. It's nothing complicated yeah. about it, which I why I enjoy. Um. All right. Next thing, bro. I found out. I read today. Keenan Thompson just dropped a major update on Good Burgers too. So Keenan and Kel. Um. I mean, that's not the characters in the movie, but remember that movie Good Burgers? I mean, yeah, 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 was yeah. a very popular show, Nickelodeon show back in the days, and they made yeah. that movie Good Burgers. Apparently, they're making a Good Burgers too. I would have thought they should have just made a Keenan and Kel movie to see what the hell they're up to now, because yeah, that yeah, show yeah, was very true. popular back then. So. Uh, that would have been better if you, if you was to ask me if you're going to work on any projects. But, hey, I don't know. Good Burger 2. If you're a fan of that, you can go check that out. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Is that what, is that coming out soon or it's in the I making? I don't know. It's just in the making, really. All right, cool. Project to work on. Okay, cool. All right. The iconic movie 1939 Wizard of Oz will get a modern retail and incredible film technology remake. So I don't know what that means. It's to, it sounds like they're remaking the movie rather than... I Because I, at first I thought it was they're just going to remake the old one and just make it high quality, but they've done that before. So yeah, yeah. I think they're actually making a remake to the movie, which is such a classic. I don't think you should even dare touch that movie, um, The Wizard of Oz. So unless I'm thinking wrong, I would say don't touch that movie. 1939 classic amazing movie like why the fuck would you remake that bro hollywood guaranteed i feel like it's guaranteed a flop i shouldn't say that it could be amazing but i feel like it's a guaranteed a flop because nothing can beat that original nothing can bro uh, uh it's a it's a great movie I, I don't know why they would uh 
go and mess that up, to be honest. Uh, they should leave it alone. You know, please don't do it. Hold back, guys, because it's not worth it. I feel like the movie's great the way it is. So why would you go and do that to yourselves? All right, it'll be interesting, bro. I mean, again, I'll go see it. It's not like I'm not going to go see it. Uh, we love movies, so we'll always show our support to movies. And I know how hard it is to work on projects, but just feel like we're getting, you know, we don't need a remake. Not of that one. At no, least. not that one. Yeah, not that one. And yeah. they did, they did like a, what was that other one? Return to Oz. I didn't even watch that. Yeah, and that came out later on in the eighties or nineties. It was more science fiction. It was more, you know, fantasy. Uh, it was in that era, which is, uh, and it's still a good movie. I still enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, I would say leave it alone. Unless, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, bro. We will have to wait and see. All right. Uh, all right. Moving on. Lupin star Omar Sy to lead John Woo's remake of The Killer on Peacock. Now, we spoke about this. That is one of my favorite Hong Kong movies of all time, Chai Yun Fat John Woo. Uh, to do a remake is a tough thing, I would say. But if John Woo is involved, which I believe he was going to be involved, he should be involved, obviously. That actor's really cool. Um, from Lupin, he's just suave and whatnot. Um, I think he could do a great job. Um, I, I wouldn't say imitate Chai Yun Fat, but you definitely got to have that. He's definitely got to put on that killer with morals, you know, that killer killer with principles. That's that's what Chai Yun Fat played, you know what I mean? Yeah. Killer with conscience and rules, and he wasn't just an, you know what I mean? That's that's what made that movie so awesome because I think it was like one of first of its sort of kind, like where you got the the bad guy is really the good guy if that makes sense, and yeah, he's yeah. a killer and and you know um, an assassin but with rules and morals and principles and, you know, conscience and making sure no innocent people getting hurt, um, almost like a Punisher type of thing. Um, but Chai, in fact, done such a great role. I feel I feel like the Lupin uh, guy, Omar, could do a great, great job because I think he's got a suaveness to him, but he does have to play those emotions of, you know, conscience and, and, and you know, being an assassin with, with morals, you know? Um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh Listen, man, again, one of my all-time top 10 favourite movies, I suppose, The Killer is. Uh, we got introduced to that movie at such a young age, but it's such a cool film, bro. Uh, I just don't know. Again, a remake. <sighs> yeah, it's a tough one for me. I think it'll be a great film, but it won't be as great as the original. Nothing will yeah, ever be that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you copy the original? Does so, know, I mean, that's what they did with... A blind girl? Yeah, that's what they did with Old Boy when they re-released it in America with Josh Brolin. It just didn't have that same impact. So it's like, oh, why bother? Leave it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I'm saying, because if you know the killer, then you know the, where the emotions come from uh, with the girl, with the, you know, yeah. blind, him getting blind, the eye transplant, all of that sort of thing, man. The cop, like, if you copy the same thing, then you'll just be like, all right, well, I, I might as well go watch the original because that's where the true emotions and yeah. the first time experiences from that. If you do something different, how do you do it different? You know what I mean? Instead mm. of someone going blind, do they lose an arm or something? You know what I mean? But then you're just like, oh, basically. Like, so it, it's it, we'll see how it goes, but maybe that could attract people back to the original uh, Hollywood, um, Hong Kong movie, which definitely should get its stripes, if, if anything. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. But I think 
Omar in general just do a great job. I just don't know if the movie's going to be great. Yeah, no, no. I think he 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 has he has a good uh he's a he's a good actor, bro. I think it'd be fine. It'd be watchable. You know what I mean? It will be watchable. It's not like we're not going to watch it. We'll watch it because it's connected to something oh, that we've always been a, a big fan of. So definitely, man. We'll wait and see how it goes. Is that coming cool. out soon? No, I don't know any release dates or anything, to be honest. All right, cool. We'll just wait and see. Uh, right, we got two minutes on this chat before it locks off. Uh, let's just do one more quickly before we get onto a new one. Keanu Reeves, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Martin Scorsese are teaming up for a TV show. Devil in the White City has officially been ordered to a series at Hulu with Keanu Reeves a set star. I mean, okay, interesting. Yeah. With those kind of people behind it, bro, Keanu Reeves, I mean, shit. I mean, you want to just say that's going to be epic and awesome. So I don't know, but it sounds like it's going to be awesome. And because of that alone, Scorsese and DiCaprio and Keanu Reeves, I'm going to watch it. Mm. So I'm already invested. So Exactly. Same that's man. what happens when you become fans of these people. You just get invested in all their work, mm. regardless if you know it's going to be good or not. But you just trust that it's going to be great. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Exactly. Oh, no, I'm looking forward to it, man. Looking. For- so the next thing we talk about... Robert De Niro will play two crime bosses in the new gangster movie, Wise Guys, which will reunite him with the Goodfellas writer, Nicholas Pelleggi. Pelleggi, that's an Italian name, but I obviously butchered that. But, you know, De Niro, who's the legend and master at playing a gangster, mm-hmm. uh, he's playing against himself, apparently. It's two but did him. you say Robert De Niro or Robert Downey Jr.? No, no, Robert De Niro. Did I say Robert Downey Jr.? You said Robert Downey Jr., bro. I was just looking at some She-Hulk stuff, which was commenting on Robert Downey Jr. probably, and and then I probably went into this. So Robert De Niro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. I mean, shit, man. I mean, he's good at it, man. I mean, look, like, I think he's someone that's always maintained that. Like he's he's you know he's so versatile with his acting. He done all that gangster stuff. Then done tons of comedy and whatnot. So many different genres. He done um. Uh, oh, come on, man! You're talking to me. The one with the mohawk. What's that film called? Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver. He's done those sort of roles, which are legendary. He's just amazing at what he does. But going back to what he's awesome at, and and I guess known for in a way is those gangster roles. Him doing that again, um, is awesome. And I'm just interested to see what the concept is of him playing two crime bosses. Mm. Maybe they're twins or whatever they're looking to go for. But yeah, De Niro back at what he does best. No, that's good, man. Looking forward to that, man. Let's uh, let's see what it does. Uh, it's been a while. I saw Irishman. That was the last thing he did, that gangster sort of movie. So let's see where, where it goes there, bro. Yep. All right, cool. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Johnny Depp to direct. Mod... Again, here we go with these big words, man. Mod Diglin... Uh... Come on, man, you try it. Come on, let me... Let me His know. first directorial effort in 25 years, Al Pacino co-producing. Go and pick that word up, man. Me and my reading abilities. Giuliani. Modi Giuliani. Modi. Go on. Modi. Yeah. Modi Giuliani. Yeah. Modi Giuliani. Yeah, Modi Giuliani. I think it's like a fashion dude or something. I don't know. Okay. This is a biopic type of movie anyway. All right. Um. But anyway, look, Johnny Depp with all the shit that's been going on with him and Amber Heard's and whatnot, it's just great to see that he's back out there working. And yeah, yeah, definitely, man. For the, a moment, the, they all cancelled him without knowing the evidence and knowing both sides of the story. 
you know, Pirates of the Caribbean and all that shit that went down. But it's great to see. And I don't wish cancellation on Amber Heard's, but she obviously probably needs help or something. I don't know. But it's great to see he's back in there and he's got the support of, of, of his fellow, fellow colleagues in the industry and stuff. Yeah, 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 definitely, man. That's 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 what it's about, man. That is what it's about. It's not about cancelling each other out, man. man. We're human beings, man. We go through all sorts, man. All we need is a bit of forgiveness and some time and we, we'll do it. You know what I mean? We'll get by it. Mm. But the problem is we live in a different reality and a different generation where, I don't know, people need to be tarnished and punished, man. And, you know, if you follow, I mean, if you're a, a person of that is a spiritual, follows God, uh, whichever religion that you do follow, man, forgiveness is like one of the biggest keys. You know what I mean? We all make mistakes, man. Uh, and, you know, men, women, we've been brought up in the society where somebody needs to be punished for some mistakes. That's just my thoughts anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't like this cancer culture bullshit. But yeah, I guess depending on what you do, uh, if you're a piece of shit like... um. That Weinstein guy, then yeah, you're then a you're a piece of shit. shit. You're a piece but, of shit. Yeah, yeah, but you know, some other things, mistakes made in the past. Yeah, it just depends on the, what it is. So, but anyway, it's good to see him back in there, out there. Um, all right, moving on. Sylvester Stallone isn't happy about the reported new Rocky spinoff about Drago now, because I don't think he's involved. Uh, and I think he even made a comment to Long Dolph Lundgren, and they're in Expendables and they're friends and whatnot. So maybe he felt a little bit betrayed, but he called, I think he called the studios and whatnot, parasites and all that sort of stuff. But I kind of agree with him, man. I mean, I feel like if that's his project, that's his baby, something that he created, hmm. um, rather than just trying to make some money, why not go to him and say, hey, what do you think? Or whatever. Like, if they if he says no, then you should respect yeah, that. I'm not, um, I'm yeah. just making these spin-off movies. And Dolph Lundgren... I don't know, you know, he's boys. I'm, I'm sure they're boys. I don't know the relationship, but I'm sure they're boys. Why would I'm, I'm sure he should have should have asked him and say, "Hey, look, they approached me with this thing. What do you think?" Um, but bro, we so are yeah, at a time now where with stuff like that, where you're getting an opportunity coming up, where you're you're not really amazing. You're not getting much roles. You're doing B movies, and then you're you you get this franchise back in your lap again. You don't want to lose that opportunity, right? Yeah, but still. I mean, but there, there's no sense of respect in the 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 game they're in, bro. You know, yeah. it is a business, and everybody has to survive, and everybody wants to make money, and like the way the the reality we live in now, like it's clearly it shows it, bro. Like we are in a reality where it's a dog eat dog world, bro. Doesn't matter what yeah, business I you're mean, in. We just spoke about, you know, with the Mike Tyson show and the UFC and Dana White. Uh, I, I guess money talks, Dana White, maybe in the UFC business can afford to just lose a multi-million dollar business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sponsorship, maybe Dolph Lundgren can't. But I feel like with friendship with Stallone, with that, with, excuse me, Rocky, mm. Expendables, all that sort of stuff. I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I, his relationship, I think, with Stallone should be stronger than just a spin-off that might or might not be good. You know what I mean? Might good be good or might not be. Um, <laughs> but then again, spin-offs, Creed done great. Like, do you really want to spin-off with Drago? I mean, what, what can you build off that? We don't know. I mean, they can, you know, but it depends can, on but... the characters. We're not, you know, we yeah. didn't know Creed's son. 
and then we learned to love him through those movies. So yeah, but don't forget that connection through Rocky, that support with St- Stallone. I mean, that added an element of greatness to it. You know, I mean, yeah, just yeah. being in the Rocky universe and whatnot. Uh, yes, this will be a part of the Rocky universe, but without having Stallone's import or you know him being in the movie or even cameoing, that that might be basic. You know, I mean, it depends. It depends where they take it, but it might not give. It, it takes away something from the beginning. Hmm. Um, that's what I think, but. I don't know. I don't know. Stallone's not too happy about it. Pull it that way. Yeah. Adrian, right. go, go do with your things, man. But uh, they let you out, man. Sorry, man. Sorry, please. Uh, but yeah, um, we'll see what happens, bro. We can only wait and see. Yeah, we'll see, I guess. Cool. Tom Cruise is reportedly keen to play his role in Tropic Thunder as char- his Tropic Thunder character again, which was awesome. I don't know if you could do that movie again because there's so much controversy behind that. I just read something the other day that Jamie Foxx has still got his comedy movie that he made that he feels that he can't release because he's got Robert Downey Jr. playing an Hispanic character and, you know, similar to what he did in, in this movie. Oh, wait, uh, I know about Thunder. that. I want to see it. I want to see. I it. want to see it too. I want to see it too. But he's, you know, in this in this world that we live in today, people are gonna start crying, which is onto my next thing. We'll go into in a second. But people start crying because um, if it's a comedy, I think it should. I think comedy shouldn't have any rules behind it. I mean, maybe some rules, but you know, when it comes to cultural appropriation and boundaries and whatnot, I think I think comedies you should you should it should be a free zone because that's where you can truly express everything and it's comedy, it's not serious. Hmm. Uh, if it's a serious thing, then it's like hold on, like chill out for a second, let's let's figure this out. But if it's comedy, that's that's what comedies are about. No, exactly. Um, you know, stand-up comedies have always kind of pushed the boundaries and whatnot. And I think comedy movies should be the same. Um, this movie, Tropic Thunder, pushed the boundaries of 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 um Robert Downey Jr. playing playing a black dude. It did, but it was it was a comedy movie and it was freaking hilarious and it was about an actor's insecurities and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um the world that we live in right now, that movie, I don't know if it could even come out, and I don't know if we could do that, but I wish Jamie Foxx did bring out that movie but Tom Cruise was awesome in that movie people couldn't even recognize him if he was to play that that would be an interesting way to you know do a Tropic Thunder not two but just a continuation continuation with Tom Cruise's right. character no totally um, man definitely without a doubt uh but yeah I, I still want to see that film where he plays the uh, Latin Hispanic I think it'd be all right bring, bring, Jamie Foxx man bring it out man come on just give it I to us so. comedy should be perfect well this leads on to us, my next thing, which is James Franco will play Fidel Castro in a movie getting approved from Leader's Daughter. Now, this is where I think it, it gets a bit controversial because if this is a serious movie and it's about a real character, Fidel Castro, then what you should pick an Hispanic or a Cuban actor. This is where I think the cultural appropriation does come into a bit of a play because this is not comedy. This is a serious, this is about a real human being who is a Cuban uh, individual Hispanic character. So why would you pick James Franco? And I've even seen like more techniques saying, who the fuck approved this? And I, in that instance, I would say, okay, yeah, you got an argument there. God damn, I just see a spider here, man. Spider-Man shit. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> that's where I think cultural appropriation gets gets a bit tricky. I think when it's a serious movie about a real character, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you should pick a Hispanic. And there's tons of... I mean, Pedro Pascal is... I, I would say perfect for that position. Hispanic dude, I mean, he's a great actor. Why wouldn't you think of him or get him to do it? And then you go to James Franco. I don't know. Like that's that's where I think he gets involved. 
Okay, that'd be interesting. That is that'd be interesting. We'll have to wait and see what they do with that one. I mean, it's not it's not happened yet, so it's in the talks, isn't it? Guess so, man. All right, moving on. Um, <clears throat> Andrew Koji uh, eyes to lead role in Sony's Ghost of Tsushima movie. Ghost of Tsushima movie film director wants to have an all Japanese cast speaking Japanese. Big. Fucking the game. The game was so awesome. I'm. I'm. The game was so awesome that. I freaking got bumped and bought the extra island part and got bumped and didn't work. But anyway, I'm so awesome. Man. When I get a PS5 eventually, I'm going to buy that game again just to play it again. That's how great it was. If they can do a great movie and if they're going to do a full Japanese cast, I mean, look, this is where I feel again, cultural appropriation. You can't fuck it up because the game is based in Japan with Mongolia. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. You should get Japanese cast and Mongolian cast and do it authentic and do it in Japanese because the mo- the game is just absolutely awesome. Um, I mean, I talk all this shit and Last Summer is one of my favourite movies and it, it's a white dude who turned down the beat, um, a, um, the Last Summer. However, um, for this but game... But he wasn't anyway, trying to force himself to be a Japanese guy. He just embraced true. the culture. That is true. And that the ways true, of yeah. Bushido. You know what yes. I mean? So that's... I think that's where people get mixed up because we've had this... Convers- I've had this conversations with, with quite a lot of people and they say it's a shit movie or... How is uh, Tom Cruise the last white samurai? And it's like, see past that and see a man who takes on his destiny, respecting somebody else's culture, taking on somebody's culture, taking on somebody's uh, uh, way of life. That's what the movie is about. That's where he That's finds he peace. peace. That's You know, it's a great point that you make. He was not able to find peace in his culture and his ways. Yeah. So he found it in a different way. So he's actually embraced... Like embrace the culture, but as a human, he found peace. But he had to look outside of his ways. And that's why, right. exactly. Otherwise, he never would have found peace. So exactly. It, and I think it's just an inspiring story to be like, you know, if you're in a position where you can't find look, other cultures or religions or whatever, like, could help you find that. Maybe your way is not the right way for you. Um. So yeah, it's a great point. He's not. Trying I mean, to he be was put in a, in a in a difficult circumstance. You know, it wasn't forced upon him though. It took it. T- it took him time to end up respecting that and understanding it. But yeah, no. I mean, listen, go for it, man. I mean, you need to. This one will have to be. You can't put. You can't whitewash this or anything. It's got to be. Uh, it's got to be the traditional way of making it. But so yeah, no, that's it. If I mean, you, if you had patience with video games for, because you know me, I lost my patience. But this game, I had the patience for. Yeah, brilliant, game beautiful. Goes, I've so seen it. I've seen the clips, man. It's beautiful. I hope they do the, the movie, the game justice with the movie. Um, but we, sh- we shall see because video game adaptations, you know. Um, all right. Cool. UFC star Conor McGregor to team up with Jake Gyllenhaal in a remake of 1989 cult classic Roadhouse. Mm. Um, look, McGregor is one of the biggest stars in, in sports, in combat history. Uh, one of the biggest stars, no doubt, in the UFC. For him to get in a role with someone as amazing as Jake Gyllenhaal, that's that's kind of big. I mean, I don't know his acting abilities and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about it later, or I could just mention it now, Kamara, Uz- Kamara Usman, who's fighting for the Welterweight Championship against Leon Edwards this weekend, mm. is in going to be in Black Panther uh, 2. And it makes perfect sense. He's an African champion from Nigeria. I really think they should have put Francis Ngannou, who's the heavyweight champion in that movie, and Israel Adesanya, because... Another Nigerian, the middleweight UFC champions, uh, the Africans are one in the UFC right now. Anyway, um, but this is big. Like, 
you know, uh, Conor McGregor, and it feels like he's like, I mean, because Kamal Usman, he's going to play a part in, in Black Panther, uh, a, be it a cameo or whatever it is. This sounds like McGregor's teaming up, they're side by side. So I wonder how great his acting will be. Um, and I'm sure it'll be great. I mean, I would like to think of him playing himself, but with a different name. Possibly, but he he's a perfectionist, man. He's one of those individuals, love him or hate him, he's one of those individuals when he has a task or something that he needs to do, he's a perfectionist, hmm. you know, with martial arts. Like, yes, forget the trash talk, put that aside. That made him millions, so you can't really talk. Um, and when Khabib smashed him, I loved him, but I still love McGregor. I went to Ireland to watch him fight. So regardless, I'm a fan. But that aside, because that made him millions, when it comes to the martial arts and the training, he is a perfectionist, man. Like mm. he he really appreciates, you know, the skill set and trying to learn and whatnot. And I think he'll do the same with his acting. He will try to do the best of his abilities and perfect it and reach out to experts and do the classes just to do a great, great, you know, do a great position or do a great role. So I, I think he'll be good. I really, I really do think he'll be good, especially alongside Jake Gyllenhaal. No, um, it should be good. It'd be great support without a doubt. Great support without a doubt. So interesting on that one. All right, Rogue One gets an IMAX release. Boom. Um, so, I gotta watch it again. Yeah, that was awesome. I enjoyed that one. Um, yeah. I want to put that out there. Sonic the Hedgehog three movie will premiere in December two thousand and twenty four. December twentieth, two thousand twenty four. Sega and Paramount Pictures. So you know those Sonic good on them, man. The movies were well, awesome. So good on them. Love. All right, next one. Love, Death and Robots has been renewed for season four. Netflix. Awesome show. Great, great. Wicked. Absolutely brilliant. Creative. Love it. Live action. I'm I'm scrolling through all of these. Yeah, yeah, go. Live action Pac-Man movie in the works. Why not? We'll see what happens. Maybe it could be as fun as Sonic. You never know. Cool. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 4 is coming soon. March 8th, 2024. Okay. That should That's be awesome. interesting. Is if, if most of the cast are coming back, I'm looking forward to that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. They make a big difference. I watched the show. It had Jack Black back. It made such a difference to the show. Mm. Um, so, um, that was good. All right, cool. Let's get into this whole DC because I've Hold split up, up the Give last two sections between the DC news and then the Marvel Hello? stuff that's been going on. Hello. Okay, no, it's fine. Continue. All right, DC stuff. First of all, the biggest news in DC, Batgirl was cancelled, bro. Um, They spent like $90 million on production and whatnot. Apparently, the first reviews were just basic and there was like really bad stuff. you got this new CEO that's come on board. He wants to kind of follow, he wants to build the DC universe. He wants to follow the same, he's come from Disney, right? So he wants to follow um the Disney, the, the Marvel path and build a yeah. whole 10-year project and whatnot. This movie is crazy how they got so far. Michael Keaton coming back as Batman, all this sort of stuff. And they cancelled it after all of that. And maybe the reviews were basic and all that sort of stuff. It's um, it's an I don't interesting... know about that. I feel like they've come in and it's like, mm, let's just... I think the CEO's come in, saw it. He's like, mm, let's change it up. Let's not put this one out. Uh, I feel sure for the directors because it was the same guys that uh, were on uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, so I know it would have been creatively great. Uh, and I would have loved to have seen their vision of what they did. And coming back, bro, having Michael Keaton back would have been great to see on the big screen. So, uh, yeah, but so it's a the, shame. Yeah, but even all oh, the, the hold on, action, bro. Let me see. You're right. Hello. Is she okay? I'll let her fight you, then, man. 
Uh, yeah, sorry, continue. I was going to say, even like the, the main um, the actress, Le- Le- Leslie Grace. Yeah. Brendan Fraser was in it. Michael, everyone who's I worked know. on it. Not just the actors, but the, the, the screenplay and cameras and all the other stuff that I don't Production know about. Production team, movies, man. Yeah, no, I know. You know. There's so much somewhere behind $90 million. You must have money to spend. But I, I think, you know, with one of our, with Discovery taking over, with the new direction they're taking, they're like, enough of this Maybe, um, and when I say bullshit, I don't know. I've never seen the movie. It could have been great. But maybe there's like enough of these nonsense stuff. Let's make shit that makes sense. Let's mm. make shit that, that, um, that connects. No more of these solo ones and whatnot. Let's have a connection now. Which leads me on to the next point, which is the future of the Flash movie was in doubt. According to new reports, Warner Brothers Discovery has confirmed that every, Ezra Miller won't be returning to, DC, to the future DC properties after the release of the Flash um, he's released a statement and whatnot. I think they're trying to help him and whatnot, but I don't think they're going to bring him back. Uh, ben Affleck. Okay, so this was the more breaking mm. part as well. Ben Affleck will be filming additional scenes for the Flash. He's came back for the third. Uh, what do you call it? The third act. Uh, it said that the majority of the third act of the film is being reshot. Uh, the actor says that they're currently receiving ment- mental health for um, what's his name? Uh, yeah currently receiving help for mental health treatment and whatnot um so i think what they're looking to do now is i think they're going to get i don't know if they're still going to get rid of michael keaton but ben affleck as i'm reading because they're trying to do this 10-year project is going to be a long-term batman so again just copying what they did from what marvel has done and just kind of using it as a template which we've been saying for ages that they Mm. should just do it's just that I think that's a great idea. I think I really do think that's a good investment of doing a long-term Batman. I have very com- I feel very confident that this new CEOs and whatnot are going to get back Henry Cavill and they're going to do a long-term project and it will turn out to be great. I'm hearing, hearing that they want to reboot, not reboot, but they want to get back on the Snyderverse that was out there, got so much love with the Snyder Cut and all that. So I feel that, the, the again, the, the, the discovery that took over Warner Brothers, the new director, CEO coming on board, are like, listen, like, let's go with what the fans want and what we've seen has worked. Hmm. Go with the Snyderverse. Let's have long-term characters like Ben Affleck as Batman. It, who cares about copying Marvel and whatnot? We've got these platforms. We've got these uh, characters. Let's use the formula and create our own freaking universe, which... They should be, so yeah, of course, yeah. They should, it should. It's some. It's there, man. The mythology is there. Everything's there. And if you've done such a great thing with uh, the Sandman, uh, and I know this was before the new CEO kicked in, they did this. But if you follow that sort of, you know, you got the mythology there. If you, I mean, even having new stuff, bro. But having you know Ben Affleck come back is amazing. I know that he's doing stuff with Aquaman too as well, which is great. They've added him in there. You know, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with it now. But you know. They're making some changes. They, they, you know, Flash will be changed definitely. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. I hope they do it. I, I'm actually like a bit gutted about certain things and cancellation with Batgirl and whatnot. Mm. But then on the other side, I'm kind of positive about if they move in the direction that I think they are, then we're gonna get a great DC universe, which we finally should have. Um, yeah, no, they need to. I need to. Yeah, I mean, look, with the cancellation and all the stuff that's going on at Warner Brothers and, and, and DC and whatnot, you know, people, other creators like James Gunn had to come on out of Twitter, Twitter and say, hey, guys, Peacemaker's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's okay. So so there's stuff like that's happening. Um, there was, um, moving on, CW has officially been sold, marking an end of an era for the network television, and it's been sold to another media co- corporation or company called NetStar. 
uh, next star nex star media um so look all those cw shows listen i lost so much i've as we've said this before i've lost so much interest in all those shows so maybe that was a good thing and again i feel like um you know the direction that warner brothers and the, the, the new ceos are taking is like we don't need this stuff anymore man enough with this let's make some serious content sandman being one of them um yeah um you know what i mean like i feel like there's no more of this silly I don't know. I, I shouldn't cuss it because a lot of people enjoyed it, but I I did I stopped enjoying it because it got so silly and and whatnot. They weren't they weren't I don't know, man. They weren't high quality to me. Arrow was great at the beginning, and it just lost all sorts of quality for me. So I yeah. I I don't you know I'm not really gutted about the CW thing, and I think maybe it's a good idea and let's start taking some of these DC characters to another level. I think I it's time to take the projects a bit more serious, bro. I think what happened was like way oversaturated with comic book stuff anyway, bro. It's it's hard to keep up with it, you know. Not hard to keep up with, but just there's a lot of content coming out. So it's yeah. it's it's not like uh before we had to wait, you know, two, three years before the next thing. Now we're waiting two, three months before the next show comes out. So we are at a good spot where we're getting content all the time, which is amazing. But it does get a bit overwhelming, man, and you 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 crave to watch or see or read something different. Uh, and then when you start seeing your characters not represented well, or the characters not being represented well. I mean, look, the Flash, bro. Up to season two, it was great, bro. I was loving it, bro. I was you know, but then it was like turned into garbage, bro. Like uh, what exactly. happened? Same thing with the Arrow. Got up to season three, everybody became superheroes, dead. You know, l- so, all the rest of it after that. Like I tried, I tried watching it, and it was like, leave it, man. Yeah, Supergirl, all of them. Like they were, and, and a lot of them were wasted episodes. Like if you're trying to build these characters, like why are you giving me wasted episodes? Like yeah. build on the characters, and like, like again, like the MCU, what they've done, they didn't waste no shows. I mean, some of the shows are better than others, okay, whatever. But the fact is, the shows were based on character development and getting these characters yeah. out there, not just giving you a uh, some bullshit. So anyway, I think that's a good idea. I'm not. I've got no connection to CW. Um. On that, the Arrow creator, the major lead leader of DC Comics TV, could become the Kevin Feige of the Warner Brothers um, that Warner Brothers is looking for. I think that's just a rumor anyway, but I think they're trying to find people. I would say put um, Mr. Snyder in there um, yeah. as, as that role, but I don't know. Um, but just throwing that in there. Warner Brothers Discovery merging HBO Max and Discovery. So, you know, again, more changes on that network. I think they just got a whole plan together, which everything might sound bad now and their stock prices have probably dropped and I've actually bought stocks in them and lose and whatnot. Hmm. But it's dropped and whatnot. But I feel like they got a long-term plan going on where it's like, trust me, everything looks bad now. We're cutting this, cutting that. But in the future, we're going to grow this, the, the these characters and whatnot. So, um. There's a lot going on there. Uh, new stuff going on. There's a new Superman series set for Cartoon Network. So a little Superman cartoon coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, Suicide Squad actor Idris Albers confirmed Eric confirmed to Eric Davis that he got a really big thing cooking for DC right now. So it'd be great to see him back as Blood Bloodshot. Yeah. Um, he was awesome in that movie. So that's awesome. The multiverse game. Um, adds Black Adam and Stripe from the gremlins mm-hmm. to the roster. So I don't know if you've carried on playing that game, but I, I knew with that game, you could just add so much on there and they will. And they so will, awesome. they will. That will be ongoing. All right, well, moving on from DC stuff, we're going on to the Disney and Marvel stuff. So now, 
Disney has now more subscribers than Netflix. That's crazy. Um, Netflix was ahead <laughs> of the game and killing it. And now Disney Plus come in. Uh, and with the content that they're making, we just got She-Hulk we're getting a bit. But I think they just... We're getting, they're killing it now, man. So no, anyway. of course, of course, of course. No, and they've got and good shows Trey, on there, and they give us all sorts of good movies. They're giving us old classic movies on there. Like I was contemplating on saying, "Nah, leave it, man. I'm I'm gonna not pay for it no more." But they keep giving us good stuff, and if you're gonna give me big time movies like Prey and Prey all the Disney shows, you know what I mean? It should have been an IMAX movie. I'm telling you, when you see, it, you know what I'm talking about. It could have been an IMAX movie. That's how great of a quality movie it is, but. I mean, if you're giving us quality stuff like that, of course, you know, your subscription's going to go up. Yeah, no, no, of course, definitely. No, definitely. All right, cool. No, definitely. I'm um, excited. Just some, just some other little news. Uh, John Favner was, wasn't keen on the idea of killing Iron Man in Endgames. No, uh, I he heard about that. He, wasn't keen, yeah. Yeah. he was like, don't do it. You're going to traumatize people. Kevin <laughs> Feige apparently wanted to kill off all six of the main yes, Avengers. that's which right. Which is freaking uh, crazy, uh, as I said. Kamaru Usman, the welterweight UFC champion of the world, uh, is gonna has a role in Wakanda forever, so that's awesome for him. Mm-hmm. Black Panther costume designer Ruth E. Carter Jones for Blade. Um, yes, so that's right. That should be awesome. Uh, Blade, the Black Panther costume design was amazing, so I'm sure Blade will be good too. Um, J- how do I say his name? Gian- Giancarlo Espas. Es- oh God, I'm butchering <laughs> his name. Posito, I don't know, man. My guy from Breaking Bad and uh, Star and and Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> you're killing me, bro. It's Posito. It's Posito, bro. But my guy, anyway, amazing actor. Uh, this is this is this is my reading ability. It's not that I I, I just can't. No, read no, bro. Listen, man. That's the one thing we've been um, upfront about. And most people will know that, man. Yeah. We uh, uh you know, suffer. Talks. Yeah. Go on, go on, go. On. Yeah, he confirms talks with Marvel's hopes. There's so many rumours out there, but Professor X, Magneto, Doctor Doom, I think he could do a great job with any one of them. Any guys. one of them. And yeah, no, any one of them. Character like yeah. that. I think a Professor... I really see him as a great Professor X. I really see him as a great Doctor Doom. Um, so any one of those characters would be amazing. There was some shit about how could he be Professor X as a white guy, and I was like... And the, the feedback was like... Then that means you don't even know the X Men. If you're gonna say this shit, that means you don't know the principles of X Men because X Men was created, yeah. and one of the main themes of it was to to tackle racism. Um, Professor X was based on Martin Luther King, Magneto based on Malcolm X, yeah. um, but ultimately tackling racism and whatnot. So if you're gonna turn around and say, "Oh, Professor X needs to be a white dude," you you you're ultimately fucking things up, man. Um, with with that, it's just a stupid statement and whatnot. But I think he could do a great job. I think either Professor X or Doctor Doom, he would do an amazing job. He's just such an amazing actor. Um, I I really hope they give him someone as big as one of those characters, to be honest, because I think he would do an amazing job. No, definitely, without a doubt, without a doubt. All right, Mohammed Diab and Oscar Isaac seemingly announced a Moonlight season two. Which I hope, bro. Yeah, I really I hope we're gonna get that anyway. Moonlight, yeah. of course, is gonna be in it. The MCU. All right, I got hyped about this one. Uh, Rosario Dawson has re- has relieved, uh, revealed that there will be a reboot of the Punisher. Now, remember, I got moist. She was at um a con or something like that, and she mentioned that she was there. She was saying, "Oh, I just found out that there was gonna be do. They're gonna redo the Punisher with John Bethnal, and this is my opportunity to be in it because she was. That was the only show that was Netflix. That, that she, she wasn't was in. Not in. Yeah." 
So I got hyped and the thing, and I think the next day she goes, oh, listen, I got that from a fan. So I feel like she messed up. I feel like it's true. I feel, listen, this Daredevil 18 series thing that's coming out, I really feel the Punisher's coming back. John we'll Beth, have to wait they, and see, bro. Marvel will not leave the Punisher out. And and even over the other Netflix characters, oh, the Defenders characters, yeah, yeah. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Uh, I think she just spoke. She messed up and spoke. But let's hope, man. My my fingers are so crossed. I need Punisher back in the universe. That will be the best thing for me ever. Um, all right. Olivia Coleman to play a gender swap character of Union Jack in Secret Invasion. So there's rumors of that. I'm not cool. too familiar with Union Jack, but it sounds like a British dude. Um, it's like British but... Captain America, bro. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. cool. Well, look, yeah. I mean, people. I know, actually, hold up, man. Union Jack. Let's just see this. Uh, Marvel's Union Jack. Uh, yeah, kind of. Kind. Of, well, no, you know what? He looks like a badass man. He got two guns and shit. It's like a uh, secret agent, maybe like a Black Widow type. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, exactly. That's what I think we're gonna be. Mr. Union Jack. Yeah, because the British cap is is Captain Carter. Yes, that's right. Right. Captain yeah. Britain. Or Captain um, Carter. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Sorry. there was again some controversy about gender swap characters. I think some of them don't really matter to me. No, uh, it there was some talks about Taskmaster should have been a man. I'm like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's done the same abilities and whatnot as what Taskmaster. Yeah, exactly. Done. Yeah. It was amazing. So and they did I mean, that with Scarlet Scarab as well. Yeah, I think so. Listen, I think main characters maybe be careful about if you're gender swapping or whatnot. Some of the side characters, I think you can definitely gender swap and build great characters around them. Yeah, so exactly. It depends, you know. It, it definitely depends. And it worked. Listen, we got Captain Carter in Doctor Strange. She was awesome. Yeah, um, exactly. That's a gender swap of Captain America in a way. Uh, but we still got Captain America. So it depends. I think main characters, like, they should definitely be careful with that. But some other characters, I don't see a main issue with that. Hmm. Um, okay. Eternals 2, I think we knew that was coming. Uh, I think there was some talks about that. So that will probably be in the makes and those the cosmic world and whatnot. Yeah. Um, all right, for the last part, man, I know this was a long podcast, but we had two weeks to catch up with. Two yeah. more things to talk about, bro. Group. And She-Hulk, man. So, Groot, what did you think? Because I watched it last week. You didn't get a chance to watch it. What did you no, think? No, so I watched it last night uh, with Alara. We really enjoyed it, bro. Good fun. Uh, I feel like they continued in between stories from from the movies, which uh, kind of helped it along. Uh, cute, man. You know, really good stuff. Uh, spoilers if you haven't seen it. Uh, Rocket comes in the last one. You see... The back of Drax in one of them, uh, you know, each of the characters have some sort of weird cameo if it's not Star-Lord's boots or something like that. Uh, it's a really good, you know, you get to be creative. They got to be creative with this little show, with this little character. Uh, and we get to see more of Groot in the process before he got to Infinity War. Yeah, definitely. I love I mean, I when I pull it on, I was like, oh, five minute episodes. And I was like... Let's see what they do with it. And and they were so entertaining and cute. I mean, five, I, I definitely could have done with more. As weird as it sounds, for the guy to just be like, I'm like, I am Groot. Yeah. I could have definitely done with longer episodes. Um, But yeah, they were definitely cute. I think that's the right word for it, man. Cute episodes um, and just the development of Groot within those characters and just what he did, I guess. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, or, yeah. No, good fun. That was good fun. Uh, Cool. And then lastly, She-Hulk, man. What did you think of that? Bro, brilliant. Uh, great first episode. 
you know, breaking the fourth wall. We've got another character in the MCU now that breaks the fourth wall, which is amazing because it was only Deadpool, but she did it in the comic books as well originally. Uh, and, you know, a lot of homage was paid to the character as well. Uh, you know, having Bruce back and having more about him, learning more about his struggles uh, and finding that, you know, She-Hulk's a bit more different towards to his Hulk. You know, his his Hulk is different completely. So it's uh, a really good episode. You know, there's some nods to some old characters, Tony Stark and Captain America. The Captain America one is jokes, bro. Uh, uh, and it's all <laughs> over Twitter as well. Down. It's pretty good. Yeah, make sure you do a breakdown, bro. Uh, but it was good down. fun. Yeah, it was good fun. I really enjoyed it. What about yourself? But again, I really enjoyed it. It was definitely like a sitcom, like they said it was, like an episode of Friends or something where you could just sit back and watch it and enjoy it. Again, her breaking the fourth wall was awesome. Uh, the CGI wasn't as bad as everyone was crying about. I, I thought it was fine, so. bro. I didn't. The thing is, as a as an artist, as a person that enjoys uh, visual effects, as a person who enjoys people being creative on the screen, I mean, if you haven't watched Industrial Light and Magic, look, man, they were using toy models to make Star Wars. And I just love that movie. So the fact that they've come to this point where they can do everything fully CGI, it didn't, I didn't see that. All I saw was comic book pages on a TV screen, bro. You know, some of the scenes yeah. were just amazing, bro. Yeah, I think, listen, you know, the training montage they had, at first I, I was criticising it a little bit. I miss um, Angry Hulk and I'm always going to criticise that. However, yeah. we, we never know what could happen in the future because you saw, again, spoilers alert, that this, uh, the spaceship came from... Um, where was that island? You know, the, the planet and whatnot. Yeah, Maybe yeah. something can happen there. But you learn a lot about Bruce and what he went through. And the shit that she threw in his face is like, oh, you forgot that Bruce is a depressed dude. Um, yeah. You know, she was saying that you live out alone, you lost all your loved ones and you did it. But I'm like, hold on, this was more of a... Um, therapy for or everything that Bruce was talking to her about was therapy that he had to go through and traumatic therapy yeah, that yeah. he's been going through and and all that sort of stuff so I thought it was really yes a um intro to her and her backstory how she became Hulk but I felt like it kind of answered a lot of questions on what Bruce has been going back because obviously yeah. we haven't had the movie since the first one and since then there's so much of a traumatic stuff that's gone through um it was really explaining a bit about him and his mental health and how we kind of got through it um, in the process of his doing his research and all that sort of stuff. And also explain, explained he's got the little gadget thing here, which made him back to human and he's, he helps his healing, um, which originally she had, I believe, in the comics. Um, mm. But yeah, and also I, I think it's a great, great, rather than, because in the comics, she got, she was working on a case and some mafia people were trying to kill her and then he infused her blood. In, in the movies, he's expressed so much about how dangerous his blood is. I think it would have been a bit silly for him to do a blood, blood transfusion. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's happened more it happened in an accident in way. way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because how could you be so hypocr hypocritical after all that? So I thought that was a great little origin story that they did. Um, and again, it was comedic. I love the fight between them. He's yeah. still powerful. He threw that rocket to space. I love that because <laughs> we haven't really seen too much power from him. Uh, I still want Angry Hulk and I hope we get that in the future because I do miss that. But I love the fact that he called himself Smart Hulk and he referenced there. It's not, I didn't make that up, um, yeah, which yeah. is awesome. Um, and then you got to see where he he had sorted out, you know, he done things. A lot of tribute to Tony Stark, his his relationship with Tony Stark. They talk about They're it. Massive, yeah. uh, they drank together and he had the Iron Man helmet there and whatnot. Um, and again, you know, Steve, it was like he was reminiscing a lot and Natasha was brought up again with the lullaby. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then obviously Steve Rogers has confirmed that he's not, he didn't die a virgin. So good for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so good for Steve. Awesome. Good for Steve. Uh, really, really good, bro, man. I, I really enjoyed it. So looking forward to next Thursday. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, yeah, it's been, it's been good. It's been good. Bro, I did see one thing this morning. Now, if you don't get the chance, go, go, go watch it. It's on Netflix now. It's a Nickelodeon film, The Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Bro, it was so good. Okay. So good, okay. so good. And it's a different concept as well. You know, you're talking about uh, Kang the Conqueror, not Kang the Conqueror, uh, <laughs> uh, Kang from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles world coming in, taking over the world based in the future. Casey goes back in time to help the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles have mystical powers. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Interesting. But it's good. It's a really good show. But make sure you check that out. But we got less than a minute, bro. Uh, as always, guys, Long massive, man. yeah, massive, massive thank you to everybody that's shown support to the channel. Make sure you click subscribe to the channel, notifications, comment, dislike, uh, share it with friends and family that you think that are going to enjoy the show. But as always, massive thank you for listening to the show. And guys, make sure you click the link in the description box to find out more about our products. But other than that, G-Man, bro, it's good to see you. Good holiday. And uh, the podcast is back, guys. One love. Peace. Peace.